You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In a week where we learnt that coaching aside to a 4-0 Ashes result is equally unsatisfactory for both England and Australia, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Um, I don't think the current day play or modern day play takes criticism very well. I think they're very, very sensitive. You know, you say you should leave someone out or you say they're not performing and suddenly you're the worst bloke in the world and they think they hate you. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Livke on the Can't Bowl, Can't Throw cricket podcast and that was the famously thick-skinned Shane Warne, wasn't it, on the clip? Yeah, yeah, he was talking about modern players. He had quite an extended rant on the Fox Crickets follow-on podcast. Oh, this is why I don't listen to any Yeah, I, I didn't listen podcast. to the podcast either, but I, I got that particular clip out because that, that was quite entertaining to listen to Shane Warne. Uh, well, Warney famously loved criticism, didn't he? He did. He'd Particularly from, from his captains yep. or uh, especially yeah. if he was dropped, he never mentioned it never, again. Never mentioned it. You never heard about it ever again. Yeah. Um, but, of course, this is all part of the ongoing uh, Justin Langer chat, which, of course, we'll be coming back to a little bit later. If ever a week warranted some jail time, this is it, right? This is definitely it. But first we have this. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. All right, lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover the Women's Ashes ODIs. Is the Women's Ashes still going? No, it's not. It's just done. <laughs> just completed. Three ODIs, all done. England had to win all three to win the Ashes. How many did they win, Kat? They won. Well, they didn't quite win one, did they? didn't they? quite win one, no. no. They certainly didn't win all three. No. No. Uh, so in the first match, Australia... Um, Struggled a little bit. I think this was England's best match. Uh, they, mm. they managed to restrict Australia to nine for 205. That was thanks mostly to Beth Mooney who stuck around. But England pretty much 
couldn't quite muster up a decent run chase there. Now, Beth Mooney made 73 and she mm. didn't play the other two ODIs. Yeah, she had a rest after those other two. Uh, but she's – so her one-day average with a broken jaw <laughs> yeah. is 73 yes. and her average before her broken jaw was 44. All right, so we should, she should always be playing with a broken jaw. Well, I think from now on she probably will be playing with it. Once it's broken, it's broken, I guess. I, I guess. That, when it heals must... up, we'll have to monitor her one-day yeah. average, I reckon. Will it heal uh, – it'll heal while they're in quarantine over in New Zealand, surely. So some, someone needs to Which, And, of course, she has a bionic out. jaw now. Yeah, that's Some true. kind of superhero sort mm. of strength as well. Yep. Yep. We saw that demonstrated as she jogged around the uh, in the outfield uh, around Junction Oval, even when she wasn't playing. Yeah, she's uh, – I, I don't think I appreciated before how <laughs> absolutely mental Beth Mooney is, but she's she's genuinely a quite crazy person, which, which just makes me like her even more, I think. Yeah, fantastic. Yes. So uh, England, yeah, couldn't, couldn't win the first game, which meant they could couldn't win the Ashes. The Ashes mm. were gone. Uh, the other highlight of that first match, I think, was uh, Heather Knight and Elise Perry both being dismissed for Golden Ducks, yes. which was quite entertaining. Golden I, I, Duck Buddies. Yes. Not not the only duck we're going to be talking about in this episode. Oh, that's a teaser. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just figured they got uh, sick of trying to scale new batting heights and thought, well, let's let's see if we can go for the, the bottom, the, the batting depths instead. Well, is, is Elise Perry trying to see how, how poorly she can bat and still be awarded person of the match? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, she certainly got a lot better in the second match. She mm. uh, came out. She she bowled. She took three for twelve, opening the bowling. This was part of uh, part of uh, England being bowled out for one hundred and twenty nine. We were off mm. watching junior cricket, and uh, England we didn't, get pretty, to <laughs> didn't get to see much of this one. No, the junior cricketers actually outlasted uh, England pretty much. Yes, yes. And then uh, Perry later scored forty in the run chase, so forty more than she'd scored in the first match, and that pretty much puts her back as the number one ranked ODI all rounder. Uh, she doesn't just get a most improved. No, she doesn't get a most improved. <laughs> She's officially right. number one ranked ODI all rounder. So suck on that, Talia McGrath. I, I think she said <laughs> uh, she's going in early for the next Belinda Clark medal, right? Definitely, yeah, definitely. And the third match was pretty much identical to the second match. England were batted first; they were dismissed cheaply. This time they made 163. Mm. Um, but Haynes and Healy uh, set a 74 run platform, and then that just brought Perry and Lanning together, and uh, they completed the chase. They averaged something absurd batting together mm. in ODI run chases, 107. 70 odd <laughs> and uh lanning brought up the winning runs with a six and so that brought to an end an undefeated summer for australia yeah presumably uh, that means the coach will now be be dismissed yeah and, yeah well <laughs> no I, I think uh matthew mott uh, t20 world cup and ashes winning coach matthew mott uh, mm. he's signed until september 2023 so Ooh. we get to see a lot more of him so that's good news is he the only coach in the world that's it's re-signed at the moment rather than resigned, re-signed? yeah i think so yes mm. yes anyway so both teams will now be uh heading off to new zealand for for the ODI World Cup, uh, we, we assume anyway uh, the the Australian Men's Tour of T uh, Twenty Tour of New Ze- Zealand has been cancelled. So we're hoping that that's a trend that doesn't spread too far. No, because it's a fabulous time zone for us to be watching it's, cricket. It's a perfect time zone. <laughs> yes. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, so the women's ashes are done, which means all the ashes are done. Mm. Which means I've only got one last bonus scene of uh, the ashes screenplay to write, and I'll do that in the next couple of days, and that will be the end of that. That is a wonderful screenplay. I think I prefer it to the men's screenplay. Yeah. The concerned marketers are such a such a highlight. Who's going to play the concerned marketers when this gets to the the big screen? Oh, I think uh, 
Matt Damon and Ben Affleck who can be the, the concerned marketers. <laughs> anyway, you can get access to those scenes and the final scene. You can sign up to patreon.com slash leapcricket for just $2 a month. And uh, once the screenplay's over, there'll be all kinds of new things over at the Patreon site, uh, including possibly details and excerpts of the new book I'm writing. So, mm, you may be able to give some feedback to Dan on his new book. If he's struggling with a scene, he yes. may well post it for you. Indeed. And uh, and if all the patrons will have an opportunity to get a free advanced copy of the book too. So that's another reason to sign up. But uh, for now, it's mostly just the screenplay. Secure them jail till you do enough jail time to convince anyone this is no setup. Cut deals that include some jail time. No jail time. He's not going to want to hear that you have endangered our operation just to get your thugs out of a little jail time. So this could be the last ever jail time. Jail time, of course, being Justin Langer time. Yes. So Justin Langer has resigned as the Australian coach and uh, Andrew McDonald is the interim coach. And that pretty much sums it up. Yep. Ah, can't pull, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller reward. This is the Muller Award for the underappreciated acts in cricket. And sometimes we talk about the appreciated acts as mm. well, but they're always funny or stupid or silly in honour of Scott Muller, who uh, didn't do much in his international cricket career, but uh, he did have a few sledges said about him by yes. Joe the Cameraman slash Shane Warne. And he was very thick-skinned about it, I hear, so that's good. <laughs> he good took that criticism well, didn't he? Did. He did, yep. Excellent to hear. I think we got uh, the, the Plunkett Shield match over in New Zealand. Mm. This one was very entertaining. So this was uh, the Auckland Aces versus Northern District. I'm, I couldn't find a a, uh, a mascot name for the Northern District. I think they're just boring old Northern District. They, oh, they're not great. Aces or the Northern District, I don't know, Neanderthals or something. What does what does a mascot who walks around the ground wear? Do they just wear a map? <laughs> no, they wear, yeah, a compass. <laughs> a compass? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, in this match, uh, bad light, light stopped play when the scores were level Ooh. on the final day of the match. So the Auckland batters, who clearly just needed one run to win, they, yeah. they didn't really want to go off for this uh, alleged bad light. They were quite no. happy to stay out there and, and score the one run needed for a win. But the umpires took them off, so they, they staged a bit of a sit-in <laughs> and uh, just waited in the middle to see if... Uh, Did the... they do some kind of sun dance ceremony out there? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think they sang, you know, uh, folk songs and... Uh, Played cards. Yeah. Just held placards. Look, the, the typical kind of peaceful protest you would expect from New Zealanders, yes, right? Yes, it was delightful. And eventually it all worked. Uh, play resumed. The like got better. Play resumed and they scored that one run they needed to win. So that, that's our first nomination. Good the, work, The Plunkett Shield. Mm. Okay, mm. the second one uh, is from Colexian NFT, a company that sells NFTs, mm, presumably. Mm. So Hosted it sells Colexian to... NFTs. Oh, which... What the hell that is that yeah. is? But uh, they, they were advertising the moment that Danny Wyatt jokingly proposed to Virat Kohli mm. as if that was a NFT-worthy moment. Presumably that's that's for sale? Like yes. people can yeah, buy people that moment? People can buy that moment. I'm, I'm not sure whether uh, Danny Wyatt gets a uh, cut of that or Virat Kohli or... Anybody? I think it's just a moment. And, of course, it's not Danny White's best moment, is it? No. Danny, Danny White's <laughs> had many, many better no. moments. Uh, as, as Izzy Westbury pointed out on Twitter, she said, White has two more T20-hundreds than Virat Kohli, but uh, fuck it, she once proposed to him and that's what we value. 
Wow, wow, that is absolutely appalling. And hopefully nobody will buy anything from Colexian NFT, particularly not that moment but or anything else because yeah. it sounds like they're a terrible company. Yes, well, they, they later deleted that tweet, which was uh, probably a good move, but, you know, as the, uh, as the meme goes. But who bought the NFT? I'm not, Presumably not sure. still out there. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. Mm. Yes, but uh, they, they might, might have deleted that tweet a little bit earlier. Perhaps. Yes, maybe, yes. yes. Like before they posted it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In, in drafts, deleted in drafts, that's when you delete that yeah. tweet. The sub-editor goes, no, yeah. we're not selling that one. Yes. All right, do we have any other moments? Yes, well, I, I nominating Pat Cummins oh, yeah. uh, this week. Australian Captain Pat Cummins. Australian Captain, I think he said his honeymoon hadn't lasted very long. <laughs> I mean, he was the poster boy of the Australian side for at least, I don't know, three months or so. Yep. Best captain ever, media mm. darling. Yep. And he's been pretty much milkshake ducked over this Langer boot, right? Yep. It's very funny. It's, that's not exactly the correct meme, though, I don't reckon. He's, he's kind of a cross between a tall poppy chop mm. as well yeah but it's it, it's close to a milkshake duck. it's close to a milkshake duck. it's more like a maybe it's a tall poppy flavored milkshake duck <laughs> something like delicious. that delicious delicious yeah. and uh i think it's fantastic that pat cummins has uh, managed to turn villainous like this mm, yeah well i predicted that in the the screenplay you which did. you can uh, get access to via patreon.com slash cricket uh, but yes, uh, good old evil Pat Cummins striking again. All, everyone turned against him. Yeah. Uh, the general public, everyone was very cranky with him. Well, so there's that nomination for, for Pat Cummins managing to uh, reverse the tall poppy and, and become almost a milkshake duck. So mm. we'll nominate him for that. But I also wanted to nominate every plus player from Australia. Yep. <laughs> every single plus player. I mean, there's a few standout examples. We heard this, the, the clip from Shane Warne, Gilchrist, Mitchell Johnson, all of Langer's friends basically yep. all came in to defend him and say he was the best coach ever. Yeah, and I, I did. I, I was, you know, kind of sweet that they all came in mm. uh, to, you know, he has very loyal friends. They all came in and they they defended him. But the one thing those friends all do have in common is, as you mentioned, none of them have ever been coached by Justin Langer. <laughs> so I'm not sure how uh, how much we should take their opinions. Matthew Hayden was almost in tears on one radio <laughs> interview. It was, uh, yeah, it's a little bit, little bit much. I it's think. nice. I mean, it, it's good that all these friends still like him. He'll have yeah. plenty of people to go to the cricket with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's great, and uh, so that is the nomination. All past players, well, every I single every single Australian past player has yep. been nominated. I think I think with the solo, uh, the solo exception of Ian Chappell, who basically just came out and said, "All of you, pull your heads in. You're all dickheads." <laughs> so, all right, Chappelle. Yeah, and he was probably referring to all the current players there probably, too. Yeah, you know, the, the yeah. Entire e- everybody other than him, I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, so my next nomination is again Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins he's is getting back. two nominations. Two nominations. Yeah, nominations. he's getting two nominations, and I and it was very. For his uh, media release today, where he basically told all past players, the previously nominated all past players, that he wasn't angry with them, just disappointed. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a fantastic statement for Pat Cummins. Yes, he, he basically came uh, out and he said, "Yep, yeah, Justin was very intense, and we really like that." But it's time to move on. Blah blah blah. We like everything. He gave the classic shit sandwich. It was just a beautifully, yeah. a beautifully worded yes. uh, um, thing. So, I, so I actually want after that that media release, I want um, Pat Cummins as well as uh, perhaps winning the Muller Award, which of course would be the highlight. I, I think Pat Cummins could probably be our Prime Minister. Oh, for you know, sure. That, that perfectly crafted media, him and his PR person. Yep. And so I figure I'm going to suggest a trade here. Yeah. So we can have ScoMo. He could, he could coach the Australian cricket team. Oh, easily, yeah. Easily. Yeah, no one, yeah, no, no one pays any attention.
pension to him anyway. So no, be exactly. Fine. Yep. So therefore, we can have Pat Cummins, Prime Minister of Australia. And I mm. think that I'm not quite sure how we've got into that from this segment, but that's a proposal for that trade. Yeah, I I, I did like uh, the the end of Pat Cummins' statements. Uh, so basically, <laughs> it's uh, worth mentioning. Yeah, he just said many former players have reached out to me and silently offered me their advice, which is welcome. Some others have spoken in the media, which is also welcome and comes from a love of the game and their support of a mate. Tour past players, nominated for the Muller Award. I want to say this. <laughs> Just a viewer has always stuck up for your mates. I'm sticking up for mine. I'm looking forward to speaking with the media today before training. So good work with Pat. I think there was a little edit in there that was um, a large number of players have reached out to me silently. For this, I appreciate. And I've blocked you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like the uh, the PR mm. person went, let's just take out that phrase. Mm. Don't need that phrase in there. Yeah. All right. So the final nomination, the Pat Cummins is in there twice. Uh, but we also have uh, fellow Ashes fast bowlers. We've also got Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad mm. who have been left out of the England Test Series squad for the West Indies. And is this just so that they can go off on some kind of side project spin-off from your screenplay? I think so. And participate in all sorts of antics, yeah, presumably. Yeah, tour of the Caribbean. They'll, they'll have a great time. Yeah, having adventures, solving crime. Mm. Whatever they do, whatever they're doing in the spin-off, yeah, um, they're a buddy cop duo, aren't they? Waiting to happen. Yeah. Yes, yes. I also uh, had the possibility occur to me that maybe England saw that when they dumped their coach, Australia immediately dumped theirs, but you know, far more dramatically. Mm. And so they thought, oh, well, what happens if we dump our two most uh, experienced <laughs> fast bowlers? Will will Australia fall for this again? Did uh, they fall for it? No, not well, not yet. Anyway, so no. we'll we'll have to keep a close eye on uh, Mitchell Stark and the Pat past players the fell for it days. though. They're trying to get rid of the uh, yeah, exactly. best fast bowlers. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I did also like uh, uh, there was a post on Twitter of the the exact emissions from the sixteen man squad uh, mm. based on the Ashes squad. So out went, and see if you could spot the pattern here, Anderson, Broad, Bess, Billings, Burns, Butler. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they just basically got someone who, who started at the top and crossed the mat till they had enough left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they uh, they started started with the Ashes mm. test squad, went through in alphabetical order. They got a little bit bored with it at the end and they threw in Hamid and Milan. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, apart from that, it was just like, yep, yep. Well, Johnny Bairstow somehow escaped. I'm not sure right. how, but he may, he may have changed his name in the yeah. interim. But, yes. Yeah, so Incredible. Good, good work from whoever was in charge of that to just uh, yeah. cut as many corners as possible. Fantastic. All right. So who's getting the, the Muller Award this week? Is it, is it Captain Pat? Is it it has the to be Captain players? Pat. Yeah. I don't care which one he gets it for. He gets a double double award. Double Muller. Yeah. Uh, the very rare double Muller. You the, don't see. <laughs> no, that's right. The gold and silver. Yep. Double Muller. Congratulations to Pat Cummins uh, for the double Muller. And that will bring us to the end of this episode. You've been listening to Dan Lipke. I'm at Lieb Cricket on Twitter. And uh, Cat Jones at Cricket Cat, and you can go find us at Can't Bowl Throw, or in maybe a couple of other places on social media. But we're pretty much only on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much only on Twitter. And yeah, so go check us out there, and we will speak to you all next week. Secure them jail time. You do enough jail time to convince anyone this is no setup. Cut deals that include some jail time. No jail time. He's not going to want to hear that you have endangered our operation just to get your thugs out of a little jail time. Podcast Network.